It's funny how a woman does so much. There's nothing she won't do when she trusts you. She will let you in. She will lift you up. She will take good, good care of you. What it is, what it does, man, is your main one. Your friendly neighborhood, judgment-free superhero, the incomparable Jason Graham, man. Back with the latest episode of the Unacceptable Behavior Podcast. Hey, man, give it up for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, man, all jokes aside, give it up for yourselves for coming back and rocking with the boy one more time. Hopefully, we can make it another worthwhile episode that makes it so that you, uh, you know, decide to give me a shot and coming back again uh, next week and whatever happens after that. But real quick, man, my apologies on taking last week off. Uh, we were rolling back-to-back episodes, you know what I'm saying? And then that happened. But now nah, I had a re- had to, me and the family had to get away real quick, get away from, you know, the, the dog days of summer, if you will. Life, work, responsibilities, you know, things get a little hectic. You got to get away and get to places where you know you can just calm, chill, relax, reset, and recharge and whatnot. But we did that. Now we're back. Now I'm back in the saddle and we are right here. So let's jump right into it, man. Uh, real quick update. Shout out to the girl, Kia T, for extending the opportunity for me to be on her podcast, a Thick and Sexy in the City podcast, about two weeks ago. If you haven't heard it, make sure you go look her up. All listening platforms, Thick and Sexy in the City podcast, starring, hosted by Kia T. Uh, on the, the episode that I was uh, privileged to be a part of, we had a conversation that kind of was related to what we've done on the previous episodes here on, on UB and talking about wants and needs. Conversation to try to get men to understand and build on what we talked about on our podcast, that it's better to be wanted than needed. She obviously gave the woman's perspective on what it means to, when the woman says she doesn't need you, but she wants you. And then I kind of, you know, complimented her, her perspective, her angle by saying something similar to what I dis- what I discussed on our episode of uh, getting men to understand it's better to be wanted and needed. Uh, but the slight derivation I made to my message on her show was, fellas, we have got to stop being so sensitive. Anytime we hear a woman say she doesn't need us, we have got to stop being so triggered whenever a woman says that she doesn't need us. As usual, like I tell the ladies all the time, words are great, actions are better. Fellas, same thing applies. If a woman tells you that she does not need you, if she's not impressed by the things that you offer her, that you that you pretty much use as a, re- a list or a resume of what you bring to the table, what you bring to her, but she does not leave after she says that, or she doesn't say that she doesn't need you as she's walking away, pay attention. What that action is showing you is that she's valuing you or she is valuing the possibility of what you could bring to her life and that she really would want to have be a part of her life. Listen, man, we got to pay attention. This is the last thing I'm going to say about this and we're going to get off and get started on today's episode. Fellas, listen, man, we are the only motherfuckers in this situation that have refused to change. The only ones. You know what I'm saying? Women are doing the work. They are not saying they are perfect and they're the ones that's actually going and seeking any assistance they may need on a therapy level to fix anything that they feel may be slightly off kilter to better understand why they move the way that they move. 
They're doing to work, the work to be the better versions of themselves. We are not. Some of us are. And you know I applaud any man that is. I'm a big proponent of um, seeking therapy. By all means, if you need it, you feel like you need it, hey man, what are we doing? Right? It's there for a reason. Women are doing the work. Relationships have changed. Women have changed. Society has changed. Men are the only ones that's like, eh, I mean... The shit ain't broke, don't fix it. So there in of itself says that we pretty much are allowing it to be broken because we're the only ones that have not adapted to the present day. That shit ain't fair. Which kind of very, very, very loosely brings us back to what we want to talk about in today's episode. The homie Kid T sent me a message on Instagram. It was a video that was reshared by the account Spiritual World. You may have seen this account. You may follow this account. Uh, one of those aggregator type of accounts on Instagram, they reshared a video by a gentleman by the name of Ran who goes by the name of Random Row. I do not know Random Row. Uh, that was my first time, if I'm not mistaken, ever seeing a video by Mr. Random Row. So I have no frame of reference on who the gent is, what his general uh, views on life are, yada yada yada, etc. But this particular video, right? Uh, I'm going to read you the caption, not the caption, the text that Spiritual World placed over the top of the video when they shared it. Then I'm going to go ahead and let this video rock. We're going to come back. I'm going to pick it apart a little bit, see what I can find that I think can be useful for the audience that we have here. And then we just keep playing, man, and see what happens. But look, before we get too far lost in the sauce, you know what it is, man. It's unacceptable behavior. All right, man, we already went a little long. You know I've been getting excited when I don't talk to y'all for a while. So let's just jump right into the video. And let's get right to it, man. Mr. Random Road. Next voice you shall hear on Unacceptable Behavior. Strap up. This might sting a little bit. We can recognize your brokenness from a mile away. And we make a conscious decision as to whether or not we're going to be with you on any level more than sexual. Because secretly, we're tired of being made the blame for your shortcomings and the decisions you decide to make. Will we still entertain you? Yes. But will we do so knowing this will never go anywhere? Also, yes. What are you saying, preacher? Most men of a certain caliber and maturity have a very high level of emotional intelligence. But that's just not something we want you guys to be privy to. Just thought you should know. Okay, bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we back. You just heard the sounds of Mr. Random Rowe and his thoughts on brokenness, but he kind of, you know, segued into some other things that, in my personal opinion, ain't related, but let's see what we can think about, what we can dig up by, you know, picking apart what was said. So I will start off by, by saying that at least the first half of what uh, he just espoused regarding brokenness and men's ability to see a woman's brokenness and to basically exploit it is 1000% accurate. That shit is truer than the word. Here's what things kind of got rocky for me. When he mentioned the emotional intelligence, in my opinion, which of course does not have to be accurate, but it's my opinion, so I'm giving it. 
a man's ability to see a woman's brokenness ain't got nothing to do with his emotional intelligence. Not even if it comes from that certain subsect of men, because he didn't say all men. He says certain men of a certain maturity level and basically a certain makeup have the emotional intelligence, ha has, emo has a level of emotional intelligence that they don't want women to understand that they have. My response to that point is why the fuck not? <laughs> listen, listen, what difference does it make if a woman knows the level of emotional intelligence that a guy she comes across has? If a dude is looking to exploit a woman's brokenness that he sees from a mile away, his having emotional intelligence and actually showing that to the woman would actually serve to benefit him. So why would he hide it? In the more old school sense, we just talking about 10, 15 years ago when you when a dude actually had to try hard to get what he wanted. When it was everything but a relationship, he actually had to do things. He actually had to put on airs and fronts to get to where he was trying to get to. So maybe I could be wrong. Maybe I'm looking at the whole line about emotional intelligence incorrectly. But I mean, let's look at that for a second, shall we? Like I, I, I did a little digging. I went, uh, shout out to uh, Very Well Mind dot com for providing us with a definition that we're going to use on today's episode uh and when and they they pretty much define emotional intelligence as they say it refers to the ability to perceive control and evaluate emotions some researchers suggest that emotional intelligence can be learned and strengthened while others claim it's an inborn characteristic so according to this definition EI refers to the ability to perceive, control, and evaluate emotions. Again, I ask you, where and, and what way that is, does it serve a man to hide that ability? To show or present to a woman that he does not have the ability to be that individual. The only way I can think of is to feign as, as though you are not relationship material. And even for that, what you got to do all that for? Just fucking say the shit. <laughs> None of that makes sense, but I don't want to harp on that too long because, you know, I can get lost on something real easy. But the emotional intelligence piece of Mr. Rowe's uh, video makes no sense to me, so we're going to X that out as far as having anything to do with their ability to see the brokenness in a woman and exploit it. Now, something he did say, I believe right before that, speaking more so, again, to the brokenness, being able to see it, will a man basically see a woman is broken to some degree and make up in his mind that he wants nothing to do with this woman other than basically a physical situation? Sure, absolutely. I agree with that to a degree. Can a man look at that woman and say that he is willing to... A man that has the ability to look at a broken woman and decide that one, he can tell from a mile away that she's broken. So he understands that this any dealing with her is is going to basically be on his terms. More often than not, that means that he has zero interest in anything real relationship wise. 
He can see a broken woman make this determination in his brain and proceed forward with trying to get to whatever it is he's trying to get to. So we've spoken on that. I agree. Secondary piece that has nothing to do with it, in my personal opinion. Mr. Rowe basically says, and I absolutely could be interpreting this wrong, but he basically says that men are tired of being the scapegoats for why things don't go right in a woman's situations with men, right? And because of that, again, my interpretation, because of that, that allows men to be able to say, you know what? I see this woman for who she is and it's something that I don't want to hitch my wagon too long term. But it's something that I would like to get something out of because she's offering it. So I'm going to manipulate the situation. Because of our, of our men being tired of being made the scapegoat for how shit has gone wrong for this woman in the past or women in the past, that is the determination for why we going to move the way we move. That don't make no fucking sense neither. What are you saying? Like, in my personal opinion, I feel as though he's conflating a couple things, right? When I think of a man who sees a woman who's broken but still chooses to engage her in some capacity, I'm thinking, again, of a man who's looking to exploit something and gain something from this woman, whether that's a physical situation, whether that's a, a, a place to lay his head, whether that's a woman who is overly giving. So he's looking to potentially gain access to a car, uh, gain access to lunch money because he's a broke boy, like whatever it is. Like he's looking to manipulate and finesse a situation because he spots a mark, basically. Right. It has nothing to do with emotional intelligence and it has absolutely nothing to do with a man who is tired of being viewed as the scapegoat for things that have happened in the past. This has everything to do with a man who's looking to take advantage of a situation. Point blank, period, the end, no more. There's nothing else to that. When you talk about a person who's dealing with a broken woman, you're talking about a person who's a predator. Period. Like, it is what it is. Again, either you're looking to gain something from this situation. That's all it is to it. There is no ulterior motive other than getting what you want from this situation. That's it. So let's not make it bigger than what it is, man. <laughs> Listen. All right. So with that said, I think I think for the most part, we, we're off of off of the message from Mr. Rowe. Shout out to Mr. Rowe for giving me the content to get things started for this episode on a day. Dealing with brokenness. Real quick summation. Can a man see a woman's brokenness from a mile away? Yes. Will he take advantage of it? Yes. The end. There is no reason. It's because he's looking to take advantage of it to gain something from it. That's all. Right. So let's jump to the to the fix. Let's jump to the advice. What do what does what does JG have for the listener who may be looking for uh, ways to correct past behaviors? Maybe you are the woman who was given the wrong guy or guys multiple chances when they shouldn't have got more than one. Right. What's the advice? This is this is where things get real sad. I wish I had a oh, wait a minute. I think I do. There we go. Yeah. This is where things get a little sad, a little, a little funky, man. I ain't got no advice for you. There's nothing there. Right? And this isn't new. There's always been people who are taking, who are totally fine with taking advantage of a situation. That's it and that's all, guys. <laughs> that's, that's not the end of the episode, but that's it and that's all. Uh, I got no advice for that. Right? You can't fix something that's always been in existence. 
I mean, I guess I, I mean the 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 one thing I will say maybe does it does you know dress up nicely in the Halloween costume as advice is you got to be more selective and more protective of yourself. That's literally it. Like it's it's definitely not no magic bullet, man. I, I've told many a person. I've even said it on a podcast. Like women, absolutely, if they want to have any chance as a single woman looking to find something that's real in the present day and age, especially, man, if a if a, a growing majority of you all don't start making these dudes work, I listen, you motherfuckers getting on my goddamn nerves. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, you got to stop accepting the bare minimum. Like, I get it to a degree. I think there's a portion of you all who's accepted the bare minimum because that's all you've seen. That's all you've been given for the past five, ten years. But you don't improve a situation by lowering your standards. That ain't going to get it. And it is obviously going to take more than one woman saying, you know what? I deserve more and I'm not going to accept anything less. Right. Obviously, it takes more than one, but it absolutely has to start with one. It has to start with you because you keep giving a motherfucker is absolutely going to keep taking. Right. I've had conversations offline, numerous from numerous women. And I've actually seen because I, I like to troll in my in my spare time. I like to troll the comment section under these relationship uh, accounts, man. It's great entertainment. I ain't going to lie to you. But one thing that I find troubling is I'm starting to see more women in the comment section say things that I've heard in my offline conversations that basically says if paraphrasing, because I'm probably going to butcher it either way. If you're a man that basically doesn't have good intentions with a woman, you're not ready to be in a relationship. You're not ready for a healed woman. Leave us alone. Right. Leave us alone. Sounds great in theory. In a utopian society, that sounds fucking amazing. In case you didn't pay attention, 2022 is a thing. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's been bad before that, but you know, hey, we are where we are, bro. We're dealing with monkeypox, right? You can't be sitting there, monkeypox, my, listen, <laughs> what? In 2022, that's what we're dealing with. So, you absolutely can't be of the mind of, well, I'm positive, I'm good, I'm kind, I'm, he I'm I've healed, I've done the work to to work on being the best version of myself. So if you, sir, are not that guy who's willing to genuinely approach me, to genuinely offer me legit value to my life in the short term and or the long term, leave me alone, baby. You're not getting that. You're not. It's cool to say. And maybe if you say it enough, people will listen. I wouldn't hold my breath, though. Which circles back to my, you know, my, my quasi pseudo advice. You got to be more selective and a lot more deliberate with how you move when you're dealing with these dudes. Because the, the dating game is already, you know, poisoned for a number of other reasons. So you that, But because of that, you can't be short sighted. You can't move with a sense of desperation. And that's where we're going to pivot to on this brokenness conversation. All right. You can't move with a sense of desperation because it's like blood in the water. 
the shark is going to flock to it. Back in the day, you had to at least fake like you were interested in a chick for a couple weeks, a couple months before you could get to get to what you're trying to get to. Now, for various reasons and dealing with the right woman at the right time, stumbling across the right one, you ain't got to wait no more. If I ain't got to wait and there's a regular, you know, it's a regular train, basically. Of women not making me wait. When I stumble across you, what makes you think? I give a damn about your past. I don't care about the fact you've been hurt. Not if I'm a predator. That ain't gonna do with me because I'm not looking to heal you. I'm not looking to build with you. I'm looking to gain something from you. Point blank, period. It's a selfish game. Which takes me back to the reason why I don't have any real advice or, or perspective or fix for how we get around that. Other than being more selective and more deliberate with how you move based on a guy's actions. You know what I'm saying? I've said it in regards to relationships starting out or actual positive dating instances starting out. I've always said and I believe that to the day I'm in I'm in the grave. Words don't mean nothing without action. If I have to take one over the other, I'll take the action, obviously. But I would prefer to have them both. But you absolutely can't give me words with no action because you just set me up to be set up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what a broken woman is. A broken woman is moving with a sense of desperation intentionally or not. More often than not, she's not doing it intentionally. But because of her hopefulness, because of her desire for something real, for something to replace past hurt, for something that looks like the past, whatever. Maybe she's just romanticizing the entire situation. She could just be a lover of love, whatever the reason, right? If you have enough negative instances, but you are still hopeful to the, to the degree of maybe I can look past this one thing that's on my absolute gotta have requirements list because it looks like he has a fraction of them. You already lost. You already lost. Like you rolled out the red carpet for a predator who's here to take whatever it is that you are offering him and possibly more, right? Rose said, man can see brokenness a mile away. A predator or a man in general absolutely can. He also said that a man determines pretty pretty quickly when he when he sees a woman that's broken, pretty much how he's going to move. I and I said I agree and I disagree. I, I agree to a point. The reason why I agree to a point: if a dude is a predator and he's out looking for physical opportunities, a come up, or is a scammer, whatever, then absolutely, if you're an easy marker, you've presented yourself as such, then you will be approached as such. He would do whatever he's got to do to get to what he's trying to get to. Here's where I disagree with that point. In 2022, because of the conversations I have, again, on a regular basis. One, dudes don't have to move like they used to in the past. And two, they flat out just ain't moving that way no more. In conversations with more than a couple of women of late. I've had. I've heard things, woman meets guy, wherever she meets him, they have a great conversation, 
that initial conversation is great. That maybe not the whole one, but it starts off amazing. Hour or two, whether that's, you know, over the course of the span of a day or maybe two. Definitely no more than two days, right? Everything seems cool. Not where you're getting head over heels optimistic, but you're like, all right, good start. Instantly, the minute they think, good start. Buddy come with the fuck shit. And I mean to a level that's the exact opposite of what she said she was looking for and that he said he was cool accepting basically her rules of how she's moving at the current state and time, place and time. Again, two days tops. I've heard this in numerous conversations of late. What that says to me, this man is not looking at a broken woman and choosing to prey on her because she's broken, because he feels as though she's easy. What this says to me is we are in a place right now where dudes flat out just don't give a fuck. And the reason they don't give a fuck is because they're having amazing levels of success early on in the game with numerous other women. Right? The only reason I bring that up is, to, is again, because of rebuffs Random Rose point. Men aren't moving in the present day, generally speaking, all to the good dudes as usual. Don't get butt hurt because I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the other folks. I'm talking about our, our, our other cousins in this game, right? We're talking about flat out predators. A predator is not preying on a broken woman or a healthy, wholly functioning woman because of his evolved emotional intelligence, he does not give a damn about being the scapegoat for a woman's past dealings. And it don't matter if, if she's broken and he's just decided that he can get these things, so that's what he's going to go after. What I'm gathering <laughs> from the things that I'm hearing, in the present day, those types of dudes are moving that way because they fucking can. And more importantly, they've been allowed to do so before they ran across your ass. Which brings us back to the question I asked not too long ago. What's the fix? What's the advice? I have none. There's nothing there. Right? It's not. Sucks. Which also takes us back to the Halloween version of advice so that we can we can probably kind of call it advice. You know, and I don't want to really want to call it advice because it's not something that I'm pretty sure that you haven't already thought of or maybe you haven't. But you got to be more deliberate in taking the actions with the words. It doesn't matter if Buddy gave you the most amazing conversation for five straight hours. If he doesn't follow up with the proper action on day two then you hold him to that standard. You hold him to that standard. And if that pretty much gains you less access to him because now he sees that he actually sees he has to work, so he leaves you alone, congratulations, you just won. You didn't miss out on an opportunity. And if you feel as though you did, that's a problem that you need to address outside of all of this, right? A missed opportunity with some fuck shit is not a missed opportunity. You can't say, I can't, I'm tired of the game. Baby, you won't never end it. All you did was the right thing. 
He shows you what it was instead of just telling you you made the proper move and that was it. And that's how it should be. This brokenness piece, we're going to circle back around. We're going to tie this thing up. When it comes to the brokenness piece, what it is, in my personal opinion, is the stench of desperation that floats and wafts off of your essence, off of your body. It leads and coats your words. It highlights the things you say online. It highlights the way you move. You can be the most gorgeous woman on the face of this earth. But anybody who's truly paying attention, they can see the invisible chinks in your armor. The only way that you have a chance to protect yourself from being taken advantage of because of that is never allowing yourself to give in to any dude who is approaching you with a one-dimensional approach. That basically means he's telling you all the right things, but he ain't did a single fucking thing that proves anything that he says. That's not, a, that's not an option. That's not a candidate. That's not a guy you met. Because he said the right things, that's shit. You can read the right things in a book. I got a bunch of fiction authors that are amazing. Hit me up, I'll give you a list of them. Shout out to the gang. You know what I'm saying? If you want to read the right things, a dude that's telling you one thing that ain't showing you shit, he's nothing. Until a dude backs up whatever it is he's saying, he's absolutely shit. He's a cartoon character. Address him as such. Not to his face. Don't be mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's what it is. That's the only fix. The only fix is for you to be more deliberate in how you move. If you understand your brokenness and you actually feel it because of your past dealings, past hurt, even that that might go beyond romantic levels, seek help. We big fans of that on the side. Therapy over everything. You know what I'm saying? That's for men and women. Hopeless, being a hopeless romantic is a beautiful thing. Being somebody who wants to be loved, who's looking for your happily ever after, who's looking for that person you're going to sit beside and annoy and be annoyed by in the rocking chair for hopefully the next 30, 40 years from now. That's an absolutely beautiful thing. And I say anybody who's still looking for that, that's one of them dreams you absolutely don't let go of. I'm a firm believer we absolutely can get back to that, but it's going to take some work <laughs> from both sides, bro, because we get in our own way, both sides. But to the brokenness thing, listen, the only way to fix or address or make it so that you're just not so much of an easy mark, continue to be hopeful. Continue to push, want, dream for your Prince Charming, whatever that looks like. That don't mean perfection. What that means is the, per the person who's perfect for you, right? Continue pushing for that. The one thing I hate to hear is when people get so discouraged from past dealings that they want to give up. Do I get it and understand it? Sure, I get it. But my thing is, it's like, bro, giving up, then what? Right? What's the alternative? All I say is be maybe be a little more guarded, just a little bit, because being guarded can being too guarded can make you block your blessings. But most importantly, again, I cannot say this shit enough. Be deliberate in how you move and respond to these dudes. That's literally it. 
gonna leave you with this real quick conversation I had with the homie today. Uh, I won't say too much because I don't know what's gonna come from that. It might be a podcast episode here, there, somewhere else. Who knows? Here's the thing I want you to keep in, in consideration, and we're gonna get out of here. Fellas, those that are listening, especially the single ones, listen, listen, listen. Listen, Linda, listen. I said this in the first season. A, a small percentage, and this is not a blame game. So if you're new to me, just stick around. You know, I, listen, I'm not that guy. <laughs> just but listen to me. It's not a blame game. When women decided 10, 15, 20 years ago that they was going to do the same thing and move the way the dudes moved, being sexually gratified and all that jazz, hey, man, congrats to you. I hope you got to enjoy Every fucking thing you got to enjoy. Got to bounce on as many of them things as you wanted to bounce on. You understand what I'm saying? But if you you a goddamn fool, if you feel as though that has not contributed to the current state of affairs in this black love thing. Again, this is not a blaming situation. This is not a man, once again, saying that it's y'all's fault that things are the way they are. I am absolutely saying that you contributed to it. Episode we did earlier this season was about traditional ideals and killing them. We absolutely have to. Single people love to espouse that they want something that looked like whatever old school relationship they held so dear and true to their hearts from back in the day. Whether that be old school TV movie type grandparents, their own parents, aunts, uncles, whatever it is, whatever that old idea was, people love to say that's what they want. But nobody wants to take into account that we are not those same kinds of people, men and women. So if that's the case, then how is it? How is it that we can say there are no good men? There are no good women. I can't find anybody because X, Y, Z. All the men say this. All the women say this. Okay. Let's start with the fellas because I, uh, I personally feel as though we have way more to blame than we collectively are willing to accept. Fellas, you can't scream you want a submissive woman and you don't have anything to be submissive to. This has nothing to do with ownership. This has everything to do with being trustworthy, a great communicator, and being emotionally available and vulnerable to this woman, right? If you don't have those things to offer, especially that trust piece, a woman is not going to trust you for her to be submissive. Look up what being submissive means in the sexual context. That T word, trust, Absolutely shines through like a fucking beacon wrapped in neon light straight from Las Vegas. If a woman feels she cannot trust you, she will not submit to you. It's not that hard to understand. The most independent woman, which I said on that podcast episode a couple weeks ago, the most independent woman wants to quote unquote submit or allow herself to be led by a man who she loves and trusts. Y'all hiding behind these women being independent and not understanding that they're not submitting to you all, to your whims, your 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 desires for for being an alpha male, which the majority of you all are not. Because you're not showing her that she can trust you. 
That's literally all it is. So if you're not willing to be that old school traditional ideal of a man in every sense of the word, and that goes way beyond being the provider of the household, guys, come on, man. It's 2022. Again, monkeypox. Y'all talking about, I, I want to be the, the breadwinner in the house. Okay, cool. You want to pay for everything? Cool. Then what? That's that, that old antiquated ideal. That shit is wrapped in control and nothing more. Stop it. Come on, guys. Let's call a, let's call a spade a spade, bro. Like, for real. What are we doing? You can't say that you're looking for an old school ideal of a woman. And at the same time, either currently or have in the past, recent past, taking advantage of this promiscuity era, which means that you've been running out probably still are knocking down any woman that would allow it or and or the broken ones. But now you ready to settle down. OK, cool. Maybe you are ready to settle down and run it and start running the streets. Right. But if you haven't been working in that mindset and you used to being able to get to whatever you want to get to at a moment's notice, you honestly think you can flip that switch when you run across a woman that's actually about something who shows and proves that they are about something, but they holding you to a certain level of requirements that they need from you to prove just that you're genuine. It's not about running a game or making you wait for some shit. No, it's just a woman that's trying to get you to show her that you actually are, as the homie likes to say, dope and not baking soda, right? Like fellas. Like the ones that's throwing it around, especially the ones on the podcast. Guys, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Right? We got to own up to our shit. We can't harp on, jumping on, making these decisions on how we want to move around these broken women. And then when we take that same behavior over to the strong ones, the good ones, and they look at us crazy as hell, like, I ain't putting up with that bullshit. Now we want to say ain't no good women. Nah, nigga. You screwed up the game. That's what it was. <laughs> like, no. Yo, that's why I laugh at all these dudes that say they want a submissive woman or a traditional woman, all that bullshit. We ain't been moving like that. Going back to the 50s and 60s, you probably already heard the stories. There's always been loose women. There's always been fast women. They're... they're their, their descriptors just change. There always has been. The difference is when women decided to be sexually aggressive and progressive, and we was like, all right, cool. While I say that women contributed to the way things are, men jumped right on them like a fucking tag team and did their part as well. Because then what we did was we blended the pools. So once we, yes, we did always have the loose women, the fast women, and then we had the good women for when we was ready to settle down. Listen, we've heard all the jokes, all the movies, especially from the 80s when shit was mad and appropriate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to go out and sow your royal oats when you're, when you're young. You know what I'm saying? You got to get to it when you're young. You know what I'm saying? And most smart one men will say, listen, don't get married too young. Don't settle down too young. Go out and live your life. So when you do decide to settle down, you're not got, you don't have that wandering eye because you already did that. You know what's over there. Right? Closer. When women became sexually aggressive and progressive and men was like, bet, we eating now. You know what I'm saying? We blurred the pools. 
So now instead of having the loose girls, the fast girls, the fun time girls that you could delve and dive into as a kid, as a youngin, and then you go settle down with the good ones once you done, right? You blurred the fucking pools. So now what you do? You ended up treating the good ones the same way you treated the loose ones and the fast ones. And at the same time, you pissed off the good ones because they're still thinking with that good girl mindset, this hopeful mindset, this, this desperately holding on to something real mindset. And you don't fuck them over the same way you fucked over the loose and the fast ones. We fucked up the pool, bro. That's an easy fix. But we all got to come together and have a conversation. We can talk to and not at one another. That's something totally different. I've said it before. I would love to be a part of that conversation. However it comes about. You understand what I'm saying? But look, that's it. That's all, man. I don't know what this what this episode did. It's one of the things where I just felt like I was talking. Hopefully you got more out of it than you didn't. You know what I'm saying? And if you did or you didn't, feel free to drop me a line and tell me so. Easy to find as far as you want to talk about the podcast. Your best bet is to catch me in the DMs on Instagram at T-H-E-J-S-I-N-G-R-A-H-A-M. The Jason Graham. No spaces, no hyphens, no apostrophes. Anything of the sort, man. Hopefully, everybody's been safe. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say it one more time, Nick. Monkeypox, yo. It's 2022, bro. We monkeypox. I don't even want to say what I think coming next, but when it does, I'm telling you, you better might not see your boy till 2025. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> Plague season is on the way. You know what I'm saying? Listen, man. Brokenness again. Let's be more deliberate about how we move, how we respond. Keep loving, keep dreaming, keep hoping, but don't let that further, you know, impair the way that you're able to move and exist in this current space. The dating game is fucked up right now. Don't make it worse for yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Look, y'all be good. Y'all be safe. Bare minimum, as usual, always choose to be you, and I'm going to get with you on the flip side, man. Until next time, it's your boy, Jason Graham. Come on.